All right, go for it. Yeah, thanks, Jerry. Good morning, Father God. We do thank you for another day of life and a day of opportunity to uh, experience your love, your grace, your mercy. Father, we thank you for that. So often we awaken and just get at it. Mm -hmm. We don't reflect upon your goodness and your grace. And so we do that right now. Thanking you for another time of PSP. And Lord, uh, I just pray that somehow, some way, this conversation between men, between friends, between fathers mm-hmm. of daughters, in this case, uh, will be used to touch somebody's heart and to awaken them and to continue to keep us alert mm. to uh, what it means to be a father uh, uh, today. And so, Father, we thank you for Jerry. We thank you for his willingness to share his heart on this subject that's so dear to him and so new to him and so real to him right now uh, as he celebrates the union between Molly and Caleb. Mm -hmm. Uh, Help us to reflect uh, in a way that would be honoring to you. Mm -hmm. Pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Jeff. Well, and I'm also trying to be, want to be sensitive to young, you know, young leaders that are listening now or listening later, um, as well as, uh, you know, people that don't have uh, children or don't want children or can't have children. Um, And so the context, Jeff, that we were just talking about was kind of like letting go. Um, And you know, the, the, you said raw emotion, um, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to feel and kind of discover about myself is like that raw emotion of loving something or someone so much. And then, you know, what it means to let go. And, um, and so as you were talking earlier, I, I'm somebody that, uh, I learned to compartmentalize feelings and, um, situation, situations, um, so right, wrong, or indifferent, I'm, I, I just try to compartmentalize whatever I'm doing. Um, I try to, you know, I, try, I just try to compartmentalize and try to be present. And so this, this feeling, one of the things that I've shared with coworkers and friends is that, you know, there was a really odd, unique is probably a better word, very unique feeling that I'm not sure that I felt before, um, and it really didn't happen until I saw my daughter, um, you know, they do these days, they do like a, a reveal. And so it was pre-wedding uh, where they said, hey, Jerry, stand along this wall and look this way. And Molly's going to um, whatever she's going to come up and you're going to turn around and you're going to see her, you know, and um, and she's mm-hmm. got she's got something for you. So I, I wasn't nervous. There were, there were a bunch of people watching. And, uh, and they, they mic'd me up, which I thought was odd. And so then when I turned around, um, I just, I just lost it. Like, it was almost like a, a negative version, Jeff would be like a punch in the gut. Like I just, Mm. it took my breath away and not, not, you know, she's beautiful, but it wasn't the beauty. Um, and so it just, it really just kind of, it just took my breath away. I could hardly talk. 
And then she handed me a card and said, here, read this. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I, I can't, which was, you know, <laughs> I could have some funny moments in it, but like trying to get through this card, it was, um, it was, it was unbearable is the word that comes to mind, Jeff. So yeah, I could, I could imagine. I mean, I've been there and similar and, uh, you know, as I expressed to you prior to the wedding, you had asked me for a little bit of advice, if you will, in a sense, just yeah. kind of how did I deal with it? And I had that same feeling the night before the wedding and, uh, under, understand what you're, what you're going through without even exp- without you even expressing in detail, uh, I had that similar experience and understand that that feeling of, of, of emotion. It's been around based on, in a sense, loss, yeah. but it's not des- It's not destruction loss. It's just it's a realization that your little girl is no longer a little girl, but she's a woman who is, uh, it's time for her to, you know, flee the nest. Yeah. And, uh, fly the coop. Yeah. And, uh, she, she's there and she's wanting to and willing to, and you want her to, but that letting her go is really an emotion that most of us don't think about until really, really close to, the event mm-hmm. and it's interesting even i can hear it in your voice now uh caitlin got married 20 or 10 years ago right 10 years uh-huh. 10 years ago and so 10 years later when you talk about it you still get just filled with emotion i talked to mark Minnie about it as well and every time he talks about um you know if you're face to face or even on the phone and you're talking about it you can hear the voice start to crack and so does it still what has that feeling of loss um because it's that that's the word that i've used um some in the last few days um loving something so much that you're losing or what does it feel like today where's the what help help us name that emotion um and what's tied to that yeah that's uh it is i don't know if it's it's really it's uh some of it was, did I, uh, did I complete everything that I wanted to complete with this girl? Yeah. Um, you know, do I have regrets? Do I, um, and you know, I think we all have some regrets, but I, I didn't, I wasn't beating myself up, but mm-hmm. as I was, as I was reflecting, I mean, in every wedding that I go to, that is of the nature of yours, like a young woman who is, at, you know, in the early 20s. Uh, you know, I've been to other weddings that are they're older people. I don't really have that same emotion because it might be, you know, a second wedding for them or something of that nature. I'm not belittling that. There's yeah. still something there. But when you're watching your, your, your daughter, your young daughter going from uh, that little girl to the woman who desires to leave her home, not she doesn't desire necessarily to leave her parents or to leave her father, but it's just, it is, it's, it's a, it's just a reflective time. And, 
as I shared with you the other day, the one thing that I have I've, I, that helped me, it still helps me 10 years later, is she's still my daughter. Mm-hmm. And Molly is still your daughter. Mm-hmm. She's just living elsewhere, and her life has taken upon a, a different turn. And uh, the challenge that you and I have and other fathers that uh, watch this and experience this is that uh, no matter where she is, uh, she is always your daughter. The distance separates you, but every time she comes back around, uh, you have to really welcome her back because you didn't lose her. She is right there. Mm-hmm. And you continue to, you continue to be her father, but you're no longer her parent. Mm-hmm. You're no longer uh, obligated to parent her, but you still have the opportunity mm-hmm. to love her, and you can still love her deeply. Yeah, I don't know if Mark Schulte is listening right now, but it was it was interesting for me to watch him as uh, as a young father. And it's almost like when you start to talk to people about this, it's the, the, and I'm sure I was the same way when I had my kids were young, is you start to, you start to visualize, you know, 10 years, 20 years, you know, 25 years, 30 years down the road, whatever. And, you know, a lot of times that look is like a deer in headlights, like, oh my gosh, this is, uh, Lord willing, Lord, Lord willing, it ends, right? Not ends, but then, you know, there'll be a step in the pro- uh, process that I will be walking, you know, uh, I'll be letting go of someone I love. And one of the things that I think helped me was going through kind of a formal uh, rite to passage, which isn't very common in our culture. And yeah. I did, I did it out of desperation, but one of the things that helped me was to take Molly to that JH ranch for a seven day, uh, very intentional process of uh, shifting from the protector of your child to the coach of your child. Like it's a, you know, most of us just transition from protector to coach over time. Um, This program actually took whatever, there was 300 of us, father, daughters, took us through a very intentional process where you you shift from being the protector to, uh, to the coach. And I, I kind of feel like that's like, uh, letting go in this, in the context of, uh, letting go is in the context of walking your daughter down the aisle and, and handing her to, um, her husband, right. And that unification mm-hmm. happening is kind of feels like that right to passage again, another, another step, another passage, if you will. Um, that you're walking through. And part of the, I'm sure part of my emotion is to your point, did I prepare her? Well, like, did I, you know, as you're walking down the aisle, you're yeah. like, gosh, did I prepare her for, you know, all the things that, um, uh, that she's going to be encountering. And, and I've had this conversation privately with a bunch of people. They're like, Hey, are you excited for your daughter? And I, and I said, gosh, excitement's not the word that I would use because I'm thinking they're going to be like marriages work. Like it's, relationships are hard. Um, they're awesome. They're awesome. And they require, uh, intentionality, you know, good relationships take, um, intentionality. And so is she well prepared to be intentional with her 
relationship. And obviously I don't have any control over her um, and I don't have any control over him as well. So you're part of the emotion is my gosh, are they prepared for this? And the answer is no, they're not. They're, they're clearly, sorry. If, I don't know that Molly and Caleb are ever going to listen to this, but no, they're not prepared. They're not prepared. They're going to have to figure it out as they go. And so, right. well, you think back, I mean, at least I do. And I heard uh, an uncle of mine when I was in, in, in engaged, I guess, if you will, involved with my soon to be wife or planned to be wife back, you know, I've been 42 years this week or this coming week that I have been married. And I remember them saying, if you wait until you have enough money or you wait until you know what you're doing, you'll never get married. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? And so you, you just, you fall in love and you jump into it. And, and I remember that. And I'm thinking, uh, I'm looking at my daughter and her soon to be husband. And they seem to be so young and so immature, not immature. Like they, they won't be able to deal with it, but they, you just know what they're going to be going through. And mm. are they really ready for this? Well, I wasn't really ready for it, but 42 years later, I'm hoping to be getting it work later. And uh, I thought it was interesting when we first talked, just real quick here, you had mentioned something about uh, trying to focus on gaining a son-in-law, uh, which uh, that's, that is that is a need to focus on. It is a need to recognize that and realize that. Uh, and I encourage you uh, and anybody else that would not be having regrets, but having thoughts like this, that um, you know, Molly is now one with Caleb. I mean, that's that's what scripture says as they become one, one flesh. And now you do have the opportunity to continue to love Molly from a distance most of the time. But when they're here, when they're in your life, um, you need, you have the opportunity to continue to love her and now love Caleb as well, because they're equal. They are, they are one. And, and as he, as you grow in, in the relationship with, with them together, that will be, you will, you will become, I don't know if you'll ever love him exactly the way you love Molly, but you will see them as one and you will love them in a way that you have never yet experienced. And you probably have somewhat experienced that with your son and his, and his wife. Mm-hmm. And they've been married for a couple of years. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, in the... You know, learned to, to, to love her. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I did uh, when the girls were in high school was started, or middle school, actually, I started doing date night with them. And I started thinking about that again. What's the context? Like my daughter's going to work in uh, Dayton, Ohio at uh, Grandview, uh, Grandview uh, Hospital. And she works three days a week. So I was thinking, gosh, I wonder if I should do like a lunch with her, um, you know, once a month or something, just touch base with her. You know, she, she hasn't said, hey, dad, will you coach me? But, <laughs> and nor has she said, hey, dad, will you get with me and love me? But I think that's, you know, one of the things that we can do for loved ones is, yep just be present with them just, you know, as, as they're going through seasons, uh, some good, some bad, um, 
is just to be present with them. And I think that's one of the texts you sent me was, you know, when, you know, just to make a conscious effort that when Molly comes over to just stop what I'm doing and be present, I think that's a good, yep. uh, I think that's a good, I think that's a, a good reminder for me. So anyway, the, the last piece, and I know we got to run, so I'm going to have you pray us out is that, you know, having other people like Jeff in your life that you can, um, reach out to when you're going, you know, for me, I had never gone through an experience like that. So for me to reach out to somebody like Jeff and say, Hey, walk me through what is about to happen. Like, give me, give me a glimpse in this. And, um, so I appreciate your willingness to uh, share with me, Jeff. And again, my encouragement to, to all the listeners is to, you know, gosh, man, seek people that have gone ahead of you that have done things well, that you want to do well and ask for their advice and their input. It is uh, profoundly helpful. You, you weren't able to uh, have me feel what I felt when I um, experienced that, but you were able to prep me for some of those feelings. So I appreciate you uh, helping mentor and guide me through that, Jeff. So I love you, buddy. Yeah. Pray us out. Love you too. And it was a blessing to be a part of that, uh, that union because it was, it was definitely uh, God focused, Jesus focused, and to see young couples starting their marriage or continuing their life, understanding the need to have a, a savior uh, was, was special. And it's always special. And I appreciate it and was honored and blessed to be a part of it. So, yes, Father God, we do indeed thank you for this time of conversation that allows two fathers to reflect verbally. Uh, but Father, I pray for those who are listening now and perhaps later that uh, that they too would find uh, reason to celebrate uh, sooner or later a, a time of celebration within their families to uh, understand exactly the emotion of allowing and letting a, a daughter go. Mm-hmm. And, fa- and Father, uh, also a son, there's different feelings mm-hmm. that we have we thank you for those feelings. We thank you for family. We thank you for those who are willing and, and this desire to build family and to start the way Molly and, and Caleb have. Uh, we just thank you for that blessing and, and understanding that uh, they are living according to your purpose. And uh, it's just a blessing, Father, to be a part of that and to, to hear Jerry express his heart. I thank you for this time and I, I pray blessings upon those who are are listening today and and later Mm -hmm. uh, that you would bless them uh, really good father we pray all this in jesus name amen and well done